Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Coming to you from a new studio. We're still kind of working on a bit more of the studio, the soundproofing and so forth. So it might sound a little different today, um, but we will adjust that soon. Anyway, today a very short episode around this actually simple concept of asking this question, what if ADHD was really over? What if it was actually over? Like, think about it, right? Well, I have. So come with me just for a few minutes and explore this concept, right? If one day, truly, it was over. You know, like we want world peace or world hunger to stop. And one day when we get there, what does it look like, right? So one day when ADHD is over, what does it look like? Actually look like in reality. Well, let's think about this. So first of all, what would that affect? Firstly, I want to talk about pharmaceutical companies. If we think about how many millions and billions of dollars they make off of ADHD medications worldwide, well, guess what? If ADHD was over, those profits would stop. That would be an issue. If you're a business owner, if you know anything about business, when a large chunk of your profits stop coming in, well, first of all, everybody kind of panics and you got to figure out ways to make up for it, right? We don't want to go in down that rabbit hole, but there would be a significant change in income for pharmaceutical companies. And that would affect many sectors, good or bad. But that's just one, right? Second of all, our school systems would have to suddenly adapt. They would have to change, reinvent they would have to now create potentially classes, departments, entire parts of schools that cater to children that we label as ADHD, but they're just children who might need a bit more attention and love and care and who learn differently, right? Not everybody is, is auditory or visual or, you know, we're, we're different learners, right? Different learning styles. So schools would have to adapt. And just so you know, I'm mentioning these things as an exploration, not so much as a positive or negative judgment. It's not bad that the school systems need to adapt. I think it's good, but it's also not good or bad. It's just what would be so if suddenly there was no more ADHD, no more labeling, no more disorder, no more medication, right? Now, on the other hand, so we have the pharmaceutical companies and the schools. On the other hand, the parents, okay. Now, parents would have to actually spend more time with their children. Parents would need to create calmer environments. Parents would perhaps have to step off the hamster wheel of just going to work all day long and getting sitters to take care of their kids or getting pills to um, essentially, uh, I, I hate to use the word, you know, sedate, but to keep their kids calm at school so they don't have to go to the principal's office all the time, right? So parents would have to be making a huge shift in society 
around people who have or who say that they have ADHD, and I can't break this down accurately, this is not a scientific um, numbers game, but a large number of people would no longer be able to use it as an excuse. And I know what you're thinking. What are you saying? ADHD people use it as an excuse. Are they lazy? Are they, you know, no. I'm saying a lot of people use it as an excuse. They say, well, I I couldn't find my keys because I have ADHD or, well, I can't really, you know, I lost another job because I have ADHD. Again, this is not a good or bad judgment. It's just what would be so. We would lose that crutch. We wouldn't be able to blame it on this thing we call ADHD anymore. And that's Maybe I said a large uh, part of the ADHD diagnosed population. I'll take that back. I'll just say a part because I don't know how big that part is. There's going to be another part of people who in a way had their, their identity, their entire identity wrapped up in this thing called ADHD. They're going to have to question, well, if I'm not that anymore, if that's not who I am, then who am I, right? Again, not good or bad. I mean, I think it's good to question our identity to see really who are we if we're not an identity or a label or a persona, right? Who am I besides that? So then there will be another part that you may now call, you may now say, well, hey, Roman, but what about the extreme cases? Well, in extreme cases, and I get this all the time, people love to speak in hypotheticals. Yeah, but what about those people? Those for sure need it. Well, no, I would say in extreme cases, parents, caregivers, schools, you know, authorities and so forth, societies, again, would have to slow down and really take care of these people, really help them to feel comfortable, to feel safe so that they can be in the present moment. They can focus that might include therapies, uh, you know, that might include uh, spending more time with, with the children for the parents, right? That, that includes more time for teachers spent at schools, which means more funding for the schools, which means the money and the energy and the time the people would actually flow in the right direction, at least what I think is the right direction, which is to be of service to guide those who we in a way outcast and say, oh, you have a disorder, Right. You may not think so. A lot of people say, well, that's not true. It's my superpower. Yeah, but we're still outcasting people when we label them with a disorder. Nobody thinks disorder is a good word. If we look at good or bad, meaning a positive, negative, uh, inspiring, or, you know, uh, not being something that you want to be labeled as, then yes, ADHD or a disorder is not something most people want to be labeled with. Um, so... I think it would be flowing in the right direction. I think what we would get to is that we would realize that really all these people who were diagnosed with this so-called disorder, ADHD, are like check engine lights everywhere in the world, like popping up, the lights are coming on, and everyone's saying, guys, our world is way too frenetic. There are too many distractions I do not feel safe. I can't focus and be in the moment. There's so much calling for my attention. There's also so much inside of my being, my nervous system stored in my body, traumatic events that have not been resolved. I need attention. I need care. I need support. I need guidance. 
That, my friends, is, I think, where we should be heading. There's no doubt in my mind ever that that isn't a better world, and by better meaning a more fulfilling, a more healthy, we're talking about mental health, a more healthy world where people actually get to be seen for who they are and where people get support in functioning in this world and where they're not made wrong for being different, for thinking different, for reacting, behaving different, right? Where their behaviors aren't suddenly hijacked and called symptoms and now they're labeled with a, uh, with a, a disorder, right? Because that's what we do. We take these behaviors, we, we call it symptoms, and then we diagnose, right? We add the label. And I just believe that if that was over, we would have to wake up to the fact that we've been so ignorant as a population, as a society, as humanity. We've been so distracted by the, the, the vision that we need to be on a hamster wheel. We need to make money. We need to be successful so that we finally will feel like we matter. We're good enough. We're someone and that we're loved. We are completely blind to the fact that we've been on the wrong hamster wheel, treadmill, whatever you want to call it. Only when we step off of it, we realize how fast it's been going, how frenetic it is, how distracting and destructive it is for us humans. And if we stop and get off that hamster wheel, we stop the grind, as we call it, that, that, that never-ending corporate ladder or that ladder to success, when we come down from that ladder and actually get take steps onto the right ladder, it ain't going to be a hamster wheel. The right ladder is step-by-step step in the present moment, creating, building together as humanity, a world that is more at peace. See what I did there? We all want peace in the world, world peace, 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 peace. When we can be at peace with any given moment, when we can have the serenity to be in a moment and face life's challenges and to stay present, not numb out, not distract, not go to our, our go-to coping mechanism, which can be anything from coffee to food to gambling to sex, drugs, TV, and so forth, right? When we stop doing that, because that's all part of the hamster wheel. When we stop that and we ask ourselves the simple question, what have I been running from? What do I not feel safe with? Because when we can answer those questions and go back to our childhood and process those traumas and heal them through therapy, through 12-step programs, through group therapy, you know, workshops and so forth, we have all these healing modalities available to us. When we finally engage there and when we go on that journey, I promise you, and our family's been on this journey, I've been on this journey intensely as of recent, really looking at all my own addictive behavior, my coping mechanism, all my why I check out, why I get distracted, why I procrastinate, all the stuff is not that I'm blaming society or the world for, oh, the world is too crazy and distracting. No, I'm in charge. I have the power when I say no more. I'm going to get more quiet. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to sit still. I'm going to walk slower. 
I'm going to pay more attention. I'm going to listen more than I talk. And I'm going to really just, you know, train my brain, rewire my brain to be in the present moment and be here now because then ADHD is truly over. And it takes time and work. My listeners, it takes a lot of time and work, but it is possible. I mean, that's why I started this movement a long time ago. When we first said ADHD is over, we actually believed as a declaration that it can be over for someone. And I'm just throwing this out there. At some point, this podcast, this movement will be over because for me and my son and my family in particular, it will be over. There'll be no more need to talk about it. For me, this podcast at some point will be over because there's just no more need to talk about ADHD. And that day is coming. I can feel it, not yet, but at some point I will declare ADHD over for our family. My son, Kai, who's now 14 going on 15, has already declared it over. He doesn't really talk about it. He doesn't ever call himself to have ADHD. He doesn't mention it. When other people say something about ADHD, he doesn't really engage in the conversation other than like, yeah, whatever, okay. So... As a declaration, it's over for him. For me, with this movement, there's still some work to be done, but soon it will be over. And then what? What if ADHD was really over? Ask yourself that question. If you have a child that's been diagnosed in your family, or if you're someone with ADHD, what if you declared it as over? What if it was actually over? Then what? Who would you be? What would you do? What would you miss, right? What would be the results, the consequences? of suddenly not talking about it, mentioning it, taking medication, using it as an excuse. And when I say excuse, you know, we got to be honest with ourselves. I, I hear people do it all the time. They don't think that it's an excuse when they say, well, you know, I have ADHD. That's why, you know, I showed up late. That's an excuse. It's not like, well, yeah, but that person really has a disorder. So that no, that's an excuse. It doesn't matter. It's an excuse. You either have excuses or results. Those are the only options in any given moment, right? So, yeah, what would it be look like for you? What if ADHD was really over? Think about it. Just thought I'd explore that with you. Anyway, thank you for listening. We got some really cool guests coming up in the near future. I'm excited. Uh, there should be about two or three interviews coming down the pipeline soon. And uh, it, check out ADHDsover.com to download our free ADHD Diagnosis Survival Guide. Uh, it's a PDF you can download, beautiful, colorful, interactive PDF. Or if you're interested in the ADHD survival coaching, you can go to the website. There'll be a pop-up for coaching, get more info. And then you can uh, schedule a free exploration session with me. And I'd love to discuss and see how I can support you and your family. Um, and in general, if you want to write to us, a lot of people do make suggestions for episodes. They have questions on a topic or they just want to share their stories. Uh, go to same thing, ADHDsover.com and put in your email address or send us an email. Stay connected. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I, as I always say, thank you for your attention. You've given it generously and it's the, it's the most valuable commodity that we have, that you have. So thank you for giving your attention. Until next time, have an amazing day. Cheers. Cheers.